Yo, this is Nova Trifecta. I am Jimmy Fedor, aka Alias. Magnigro. And we have a really it's not, I I'm not gonna call him a guest. This is basically family, you know. Coming home. Coming home. Family. My guy, the chef, the captain, Ricky Hedrick. Say hello to the people. Hello to the people. C'est moi. <laughs> Well, how have you been, Ricky? I, I've been pretty well. Been pretty well. Busy. You know, being a dad, you know, they don't tell you when you have kids that, um, you know, that's literally, it's going to consume you between that and trying to work, right? So That's uh, why you shouldn't freaking have them. <laughs> well, you know, there's this thing. Have you ever had, like, the birds and bees talk? Yeah. You know, something about, like, the bee and, like, pollen and something about, like, a bee stings a bird, and then like baby bees come flying out of the dead bird carcass. Is that yeah. the actual talk that you're supposed to have? <laughs> like, is that what? I, I only heard it, it on think... shows, sitcom <laughs> shows. I only heard it on there, and they never get far enough because every time they bring it up, the kids like, "Oh, dad, dad, I've heard the birds <laughs> and the bees talk." They never actually get out the birds and the bees like, talk. What is? What does it have to do with birds and bees, right? Yeah, that is the truth. I got to do more research on that. Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, we are here to give you the One Division review uh, episodes one and two. Um, this is the first taste of uh, post MCU, post um, uh, post Tony dying, I believe. No, we had we had Spider Man. We had Spider Man post Tony. The first uh, bit of the first bit of Marvel content in the apocalypse era. That's true. <laughs> he called it apocalypse. That's exact. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So yeah. um, initially, what I want to get you guys' opinion on is the acting, the characters. What do you think about the acting and the characters um, before we really get into the story of what's going on? Uh, Ricky, you want to go first? Hey, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, as far as like acting, I'm I'm blown away so far with Paul Bettany uh, playing Vision. You know, that's I'll be honest, Vision might be the most boring character in all of the Avengers, uh, and that's really saying something because I, I I think Black Widow it doesn't get any more boring than that. But Why do you hate Black boring. Widow so? How in the world do you think Black Widow? First off, um, first off. She's one of the most interesting people to look at on planet Earth. I mean, I'll give you that. That's the I'm, first thing. I'm not even gonna. I mean, you, I don't even know how you can associate the word boring with anything Scarlett Johansson <laughs> is doing. She is an just... interesting looking person before she yeah. even starts playing the character. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not wrong at all. But I don't know, man. Like, I'm just not just. I don't love sexist. Black Widow because the character. I don't. Sexist. I don't love Black Widow's character. I'm not a sexist. Male chauvinistic pig. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that Wanda is way more interesting than Black Widow. Way more interesting. I oh, appreciate yeah, I, Wanda a lot. More. I can definitely see that. Yeah. God, Wanda's powers are better than being just like a super spy. Like I'm. Yeah. That's true. like I. Super spy is kind of worn out to me, you know, and I guess that's part of it. Like I'm just like spy burnt out. Yeah. But uh, as far as like Vision, so Vision's been particularly boring in movies, right? So seeing like Paul Bettany completely outside of what I'm imagining is his comfort zone has has been a treat to me. Like the guy can 
the guy can act. I know he's been completely over the top, and that's kind of the big thing. Like all the acting has been like really over the top. But it's I, I think it's written to be that way, and I think he's acting the heck out of it. And so is Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Um, yes. But out of all of them, I think that the 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 MVP so far I've seen is the neighbor that uh, Agnes played by Catherine Hahn. Like she's she's gold, man. Talking about Agnes. Yep. Agatha. She might be Agatha, Agnes, something like that. She's yeah. like she's been the MVP to me so far in three episodes. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I, um, I actually oh juicy. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. That's awesome. Uh, I'm impressed personally with Elizabeth Olsen. Um, first off, I think she's uh drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a thread. Honestly, honestly, I'll be real. Um, the only thing that I've actually found really interesting in the first two episodes is just how good looking Wanda is. She's a very good looking <laughs> person. Like she's so attractive. But that's the only thing <laughs> that I found interesting in the two episodes. Uh, but, but the acting has been phenomenal. And, and, the acting's phenomenal. And, the build-up is phenomenal. We know what's coming. We know something's coming. Uh, we've got this overwhelming faith in Marvel. But I did think they were a little bit boring. But um, I thought the acting was great. And I think um, Lizzie Olsen is doing a, a great job. Right now, she's the standout to me. To me, she's owning the whole thing. When she goes into those phases where she's almost kind of snapping out of what's going on. To me, she's she's killing those moments. I agree. I, and that's one, one that's one thing I like about it. The acting has been phenomenal. I will give you that. They nailing the 50 sitcom over the top, looking at the camera like you're on an actual TV show on a live set. So I will give them that. But for me, I think it's very boring. I actually told my I actually fell asleep on it. I'm gonna just be real on y'all. And I love acting and stuff like that. I fell asleep on the second episode and I woke up and I told my I actually text uh Shad this shit is I had not text the group chat. I said this shit is ass. And so like that that was my <laughs> first exactly impression. Said, by the way. You said what now? That's exactly what your message said, by the it, way. It did. That's, I was like, man, this this ass. So uh actually let's get into it, you know. Um for the people, you know, that's watching this review, you know, they married, they move into the town of Westview. It's the 1950s. You know, they try to blend in all that good stuff. And on the calendar, it's a heart. And I'm curious to see what that that date actually means too. going down the line. Is I'm pretty August sure. August 23rd. Yeah, I believe it's August 23rd, tw- August 23rd. And so, like, uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to play a significant part down the road. But it's a heart. And uh, Wanda thinks it's the anniversary. Paul Bentley think oh well vision he thinks it's something else. Um, but going through that, what you guys think about the first episode? Let's get into the first episode first. Um, I like the first I like the first episode. It felt like it felt like we were watching an episode of Dick Van Dyke. Like almost exactly like watching like if Dick Van Dyke and the, the, witch the set the set was almost identical to Dick Van Dyke. Almost. The kitchen, um, the, the the blinds, yeah. all of that was almost identical to the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. It, it felt like if somebody made those two shows, like made them have a baby, and that's what you got out of it. 
Yeah. Like, like shot for shot, it felt exactly like that. The acting, the way that it was over the top, you know, the, the kind of the, the melodramatic moments, you know, the trying to get the, the dinner together, you know, it all just felt to me, this it's what I liked about it is it felt comfortable to me. Like watching those old shows from the fifties are like comfort TV to me occasionally. Like I'll watch like Andy Griffith uh, and like, I'll watch like the witch if I can find it on TV and stuff like that, you know? So it's, I like that kind of stuff. So it felt comfortable to me. But let me ask you, let me, let me ask you this, Rick. So like, I know you like it and you felt comfortable that's more of your taste, your speed. I know you know how to appreciate art and things of that nature. But in this first episode, and we'll get to the second episode too, don't you think that they can lose the casual fan that's watching it, that's catching up on this, um, you know, with the Marvel train and the kids? You know, at the end of the day, yeah. you you know, it's driven by kids as well, watching it with their parents. So don't you think, you know, in this first episode, and a second that you can lose somebody, especially like me. I'm a big Marvel head, and I'm like, I'm sticking with it because I know, you know, what's going, you know, down the line. They're gonna make everything piece together. What you think about that? Well, you know, the casual fan, you're probably gonna have a lot. It's probably gonna be a lot harder still, uh, because to me, I feel like this show was designed for us. Okay, like the really, the really deep Marvel people. Uh, to me, the entire show, it's its nothing but an Easter egg hunt. Like, every every scene, like, there's some kind of Easter egg to look for. It's kind of like when you're watching, like, The Haunting of Hill House, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you're looking for those ghosts. There's a ghost, like, in every shot almost. Yeah, that's true. So you just got to look and find it. It's the same with this show and Easter eggs, man. They're all over the place. You know? Yeah. I, I feel like it was designed for us and not really for the casual fan. Yeah. Well, I was, I was talking to... Uh two teenagers today um, that I used to coach and um, they're just now getting into the MCU, just now getting into the movies, just watched all of them, you know, in a row on Disney plus and everything. And they asked me questions about it because they know I'm a Marvel head. And the first thing I told them today, when they asked me about WandaVision, I told them, I was like, I don't know if y'all going to like it because they don't really know what's coming. They don't know what's about to happen to Wanda. They don't know what's, they don't, they're not piecing together that she's going to go mad when she loses vision and, you know, things like that. So they, they're not going to be piecing that stuff together. They're going to be watching this thinking that it's going to be some, some action stuff or some deep suspense type of stuff, or it's really going to be you know, giving them some kind of excitement or entertainment value. And for the casual fan, they're probably not going to get that from these two episodes unless they love the old 50s and 60s style made for TV. Now, I'm like you, Ricky. I grew up watching Andy Griffith, and I Love Lucy used to be one of my favorite shows on television. I grew up watching Nick at Night. So I love those old shows. So I was able to find solace in watching that, that style. And I was like, hey, that's cool. That would happen in an in a old 50s or 60s sitcom when Vision tried to, uh, when Vision picked up Wanda and walked through the door and she fell. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. That's, that's something that I could see happening on Bewitched if, if somebody had that type of power. Yeah. Or something like that. So but Bashad, like, okay, Bashad, uh, this, this is the thing. 
it's cool for the first episode to do that. I agree. I, I give you I agree. That. I think they overdone it. Okay. okay. To me, I, because I got bored during the second episode. Even the first one, I was like, I right, it's, it's getting old now. After the first 10 minutes, I was like, okay, I I get it. It's a, a 50s and 60s sitcom right now. I, I understand that, but it's getting old. I didn't think you were actually going to play the whole episode out in a, as a as a 50s and 60s sitcom. So it got old to me real fast. The shit got old to me real fast. Yeah. So see, see to me, I, I think that's I think that's part of the thing. I think they can to me, I think that they can get that pass for doing that. That they did it because they know they can get a pass. Yeah. Like the first episode is very clearly first episode is very clearly a 50 sitcom. Second episode is very clearly a 60 sitcom. Yeah. You know, next week's gonna be unless I'm just completely wrong. It's gonna be like a 70s sitcom. I think that they are going to go through those decades. I think that I think that this is a this is a it's new. This is a yeah. new another new version of storytelling. And I think that they can get a pass for doing the two episodes like over the top and fifties, sixties black and white. Because I mean even with casual fans, man, they in how many years has it been since Iron Man came out? It's 2008. Yeah. And how many movies have come out in between? I think that... About 22, people, 21, 22 movies? Yeah. I think that even the most casual person out on the street has become desensitized to the point that, you know, at this point, we're, we're expecting kind of that turn. Yeah. Like, we're going to get with WandaVision. You know, so... Truthfully, there may not be any just casual fans like you would normally think of because I think that people are going to kind of, they're still going to give them that pass and still going to tough it out because they know. But, yeah. but like, after such a long hiatus, and this is a new thing, I get what yeah. you're saying with the movies and things like that. You launching something totally new when you dip in your toes in the shows and the series over a prolonged period of time. I get having good faith with the fans and things of that nature, but shouldn't the first two episodes be better than that? It should give you more because like, it's like watching the fifties and sixties sitcom with maybe, I mean, I only caught one thing and that was the start toasters. I mean, and that's kind of boring with it being a new thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, so, think, I think that the 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 start toaster got more significance than we than we think it does. Oh no, I, I think, think that I think that it's it's got something to do with Wanda's past and the bombs that killed her parents and stuff like that. So I can kind of yeah. see the connection there. The start then, uh, when I think about Stark and Wanda, the first thing that comes to mind is they never really did like each other. She never really did warm up to Tony, uh, like. And and you know, as you know, in the in the age of Ultron, their whole thing was we gonna get Tony back for what he done. Uh, so I think that her having that in whatever dream world she's in right now, I think it's got something to do with her, you know, her past and the, the bomb that killed her pants and everything like that. So I think that's a nice Easter egg. Um, I like the blood 
the blood on the uh well that's the second episode we'll get to that but i do i, I like the easter eggs and i i love when uh, it got real creepy when the wife kept saying um stop it stop it stop, stop it. it stop it i'm like stop it. i'm like oh, i did like that about to happen I did like about to happen. yeah i, I like see, that so yeah I, it, it's like it's like a puzzle box, right? And it's it's like a um, and it's it's almost like watching an episode of Lost to me. It's like there's little pieces that just kind of just start coming together. Like yeah. it, it it seems like everything's disassociated and kind of out of left field, but it's gonna start it's gonna start really like coming together, like little pieces. Like yeah. you're watching it, and it's this fifty sitcom, and then there's an ad about Stark Industries toaster ovens. Yeah. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, then there's that. Right. And then the scene, like you said, with the uh, stop it, stop it. Like that yeah. was creepy. You that know, so creepy. it's like that there's one more piece to this. It's like, oh, oh, here this goes. Right. And then, like, then you realize that somebody is watching the show on yeah. their television. Yeah. And their television right next to it has an insignia for mm-hmm. Sword. Yeah. So it has what now? You know, did you not notice that? No, 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 no. Explain. Yeah, sword. Uh, it's the okay. So you've got like two main government agencies in the Marvel universe that are basically the protectors of Earth, right? You've got Shield, the boots yeah. on the ground, and then you have Sword, which is the space version of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and the very last shot is the first episode. You know when it when it pulls back and it shows like the television screen and somebody's sitting there and turns it off. Yeah, uh, you didn't catch that. No, I didn't. Yeah, there's see a computer that. screen. There's a computer I, screen right behind it. I didn't see the. Ex- I, yeah, I didn't see the. I didn't see the symbol. I I know what scene you're talking about, but I didn't see. Yeah. You know yeah. what you described. Yeah, it, it pops. Yeah, it pops up there at the end. So, you know, I trust the process on this. It, 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 may seem, it may seem boring and it may seem kind of crap, but it's there's more to it than meets the eye, and that's yeah. To me, I'm I think that the big pictures. I think that the big picture. I think that it's like the, these first two episodes are going to be a blip on the radar by the time it's over with. Yeah, like it's going to be such a yeah. small portion of it. I'm with you. I definitely think that Marvel. I was telling somebody at my job the other day, we were talking about MCU and Marvel. And I'm like, this has been like the greatest achievement in cinematic history, what they've done. Because what they've done is they've built up such a trust with the fans that they can take these types of risks. They can make two boring first episodes for the betterment of the story because it's going to be painting a bigger picture down the line. And we know that because we trust them. We trust the, what they, the content that they've given us for all of these years. We know it's going to be a big payoff. We just got to make it through these kind of boring parts right here uh, that may not be as entertaining, but it's, we know that it's going to get better. And even though it seems boring right now, the acting and the way that they put everything together is still masterful. That's why they get such high ratings. And yeah, so like- The way they put this stuff together is just- is is genius. So so basically, like what, what I'm getting from y'all is like, well, Ricky mainly the payoff. The payoff is gonna be great, more so than the first two episodes. Don't judge them too harshly, but the payoff, which I agree with you, I believe the payoff gonna be great in the end. But you know, just 
these episodes, we got to grade what we see. But I mean, I, I'm in agreement with you. You know, um, the payoff better be good. Shit. <laughs> okay. So, like, basically, the first episode ends. You know, they have a dinner party. Um, Vision thinks that you know the big date is having a, um, I guess, a dinner date with the boss. Wanda thinks you know it's their anniversary. Can't nobody remember shit. To make a long story short, don't a lot of hat, don't a lot of things happen. They had dinner. Uh, his boss end up choking on something. Vision uses powers to get the shit out of his throat, and uh, we go to the next episode. Um, that's pretty much in the nutshell. All right, the second episode is is set in the sixties. Um, you know, they have a magic show. <laughs> now, I called shot, and I said that this magic show and this whole magic scene. Was so fucking unnecessary, long drawn out and boring. What say you? Thought it was boring too. Like I got it, but I still thought it was boring. I, I, the one, I tell you the one thing I liked about the second episode. Or no, 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 it's a couple of things that I liked about the second episode, but I still thought it was boring. Um, I, I loved how they went cartoon when they showed what happened to the gum once once Vision swallowed it. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. Was, you know what? To take it back, even the intro was cool. I, I give you that. The yeah, intro yeah. to the episode was cool too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love when Wanda saw the um, the bee. Is that a bee hunter or? A oh, we're gonna, we gonna get that. We're gonna get that. I'm actually okay, 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 okay. Um, right. But yeah, I, I I do think it was boring. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be lying if I said I didn't think it was boring. What, what I don't you like say, Rick? I don't like to down anything Marvel, and I know it's going to be a big payoff. I know it, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't think that think that that part was boring. I did. I thought that was the best part of the whole episode. I thought that was the best part of both episodes. You like the the magic I show? The, I love the magic show because it, the, the, there's something else going on in that magic show. It I is something else it. going on. I know it. It is something. There's something else, else going, going on. on. Somebody, yeah. somebody does not want everybody else in that neighborhood to know that they have powers. I agree. Wanda has come to that realization, right? And Vision's doing this magic show, and he's low-key drunk because he's got his system all gummed up with gum, which sounds 60s and kind of funny, right? Yeah. So he's doing this magic show, and he's like, you know, He's drunk. He's drunk on power. Fuck it, you know. Gonna use my powers. Why not, right? Um, <laughs> and she's trying to prevent him from doing that. Yeah. You know, I there was like a balancing act, and I I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching him go to try to use some actual like vision magic, and then poof, she fixes it. Yeah. Like when yeah. she turns the piano into a piece of cardboard. I love that part when she turned the piano into a, I, a cardboard. I love that I, when, I he, like when he when he when he start when he when he starts floating. And then she poof, and then there's a. It was yeah. like it was like watching I Dream of Genie. Yeah, it was just like watching an episode of I Dream of Genie, and I it was. loved it. You know, yeah. it, it's it's like they're mixing. It's it's like they took Dick Van Dyke, they took I Love Lucy, they took Bewitched, they took I Dream of Genie, and they mixed it with the Truman Show, and they mixed it with mm -hmm. the Avengers, and that's what they, they this is that. what they came out with. They did that. So I that's the reason why I'm saying the way they put things together and the way they write their content is is 
genius. I appreciate the nuance. It's, it's, it's genius. I appreciate it more than I was entertained. Yeah. I wasn't that entertained, and I'll be honest about that. I wasn't. But I appreciate the genius. I, I do. I could say that. I could piggyback off that. I do appreciate the genius, like you say. I just went in. I was bored. Uh, one thing I, I did like, all of those shows that y'all just said, they incorporated. But my favorite part of the whole thing was um, the, the color they added to things. Like the helicopter that she seen when she walked outside in the bushes. I you thought, know those are Iron Man colors on that helicopter. It is. You notice that? Yeah, I did notice That's that. That's Iron Man colors. Something's weird going on there. Yeah, I did notice that. And uh, for, for me, you know, it took me back to one of my favorite movies of all time. The most one of the most underrated movies ever is Pleasantville uh, with Tobey Maguire. Exactly what that was like. Yeah, like with Tobey Maguire. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. And so like Absolutely. It, it, it took me back to that kind of um, it gave me a good feeling because it, it made me it took me back. I love that movie. And so I did like that. You said what? Yeah, that 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 was kind of cool, I will say. And so um, you know, toward the end of the episode, you know, they, they come back, they hear something outside, and they see a beekeeper come out the sewer. Um, and Wanda says no. <laughs> like it's like she, she it's like she knew what was going on, sorta, and she said no, and she rewind it shit. What do y'all think about that? That's what, 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 what you... I, to me, I that think, was the okay. Go ahead, go ahead, Rich. All right, I think, I think that I'm. I'm not saying that she's she knows where she is. I I think that her subconscious knows just enough that when like little parts of like maybe the outside world start bleeding through like that, like she's trying to stop it because I. I think that we are. Uh, I don't want to get into it yet. Um, Sean, I'm going to let you go because I, I, I'm about to hit a wall that I don't want to get to until we okay. like, get to the end of this. So. Okay. I think that Wanda is more powerful than she knows. And she knows something isn't right. She also is extremely happy. And at its heart, this is a love story at its heart. The way they created the rings and made the rings just come out of nowhere and they had a marriage right there on the spot, that was romantic. At its heart, this is a romantic show. And it's about the love between Wanda and Vision. She is in love with Vision and she is happy. So when she saw the beekeeper, she stopped it and rewound so they wouldn't have to go through that. Because if you if you pay attention to what happened in Avengers Infinity War, they were happy there. And then boom, everything started happening. It kills their joy. It kills their happiness. And she stopped it and she rewound it. That was the coolest part of the episode to me that she done that. So she knows, like you said, she knows enough. She knows something. She's got to be in some kind of control somewhere because she wouldn't have been able to do that. But so somebody is obviously screwing yeah. with her. So uh, it seems to me, you know, just listen to what y'all saying in y'all perspective. To me, it seemed like it's setting up to be a tragedy 
because it is set enough to be a tragedy. Now she's pregnant. Well, yeah. I, I, well, if it's if because if this is an alternate reality that she created, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing the theory out there. And in the real world, Vision is dead. Yeah, she created this reality, or if it's in her head, to be happy. Yeah, and so maybe. like maybe yeah. seeing that beekeeper, <laughs> knowing that you know shit can get back real like that, and Vision is no longer here. Yeah, yeah. See, that's okay. So, can we go on ahead? Can I just? Yeah, go ahead. I, I think that. So, I think that. I think that's what. So, I think that's where we're at. I think that what's going on. I think that she has created her own little, like Wanda universe in her brain. Yeah. Where, you know, Vision's dead. Uh, her brother's dead. You know, all that awful shit with Tony Stark and the bomb. And how she was trapped under the rubble and all she could see was, you know, Stark Industries. You know, I think that, I think that the stuff that Baron Strucker put her through, you know, because yeah. that was the, the commercial in the second episode. Yeah, I called it. The watch, the Hydra yeah. Strucker watch. Yeah, I called you know, it. I think, that, I think that all of this trauma and everything that's happened, I think that it's juicy, supernatural. <laughs> when, 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 Lucifer takes over Sam. They get Lucifer out, and Sam builds that dam in his brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how you know if they when they keep scratching at it, they keep scratching at it, and that wall comes down. Yeah, you know, and and all those memories of Lucifer and everything comes back to him, right? And uh, was the fifth season, I think. Yeah, they they blocked it out of his head. Yeah, and he keeps scratching at it, he keeps scratching at it, and like that horror come back in and you remember being tortured and everything and, and, that happened down there. And you and, can't handle it. Exactly. Maybe that's exactly. what, well, but, but that's look, but, Oh shit. Maybe that's look, what set up the multiverse, the uh, multiverse of madness. She goes yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's but exactly look, what I think's happening. But look, not only did vision die, she had to watch him die twice. Viciously. She had to watch him. She had to kill him. You know what that's gotta be like? Yeah. The only person that can do it is you. That's why I think one of the one of the best lines in any Marvel movie that nobody ever talks about is is right before Vision tells Wanda that she's got to do it. He says, "It's not fair, but it's got to be you." Ooh, yeah. that's yeah. cold. That's cold. <laughs> she said. He told her. He said, "It's not fair, but it's got to be you." You're the only person. Alive that can do this right now. She thought you just so happened to be in love with me. He thought. He thought. <laughs> yeah. So now she got to kill him. Thanos rewinds time and kills him again, right in front of her. And that one that that was hard to watch. Like he killed violently. Violently. Yeah. Picked him up by his neck and stuck his finger in his head and yanked the, the stone out of his head and threw yeah. him to the side like a piece of toilet paper. Yeah. She had to watch him die twice. And and she's all, gonna all go that trauma. Insane exactly. If, when she gets woken up. And now she's pregnant. See, so something's going to happen to the children too. And when see, it does, she's going to go nuts. Yeah. Now, see, I don't I don't think she's pregnant. You don't think so? No, you know, I don't, she look, had babies of, now in, in yeah, the comics. Well, I, oh, I, oh, I know that, but I don't think any of that's real. 
You don't think so? I think, no, I don't think it, Vision's completely dead. I, I think that what we're seeing is inside of her head. Yeah. I think the Vision is dead. These kids, the, the, the kids aren't real. I don't think any of it's real. Yeah. I think that the people that she's interacting with, like her neighbor, I think that they are real. And I think that she has seen them or something wherever she is. You know, I we're seeing what's going on inside of her head as she's dealing with the trauma and the and coping with the loss of like vision and her brother and all that other stuff. So now, you think the people that's, that's real. That you think you think some of the people there prime example, the black chick. Yeah. She it seemed like she don't know what the fuck going on because she was like, I don't know how I got back here. I just yeah. you know, I'm just back here. Yeah, so you yeah. so you think some of the people are there unknowingly, just like Wanda? I think yeah. some of them know who she is. Oh, I think the neighbor knows who she is. She knows who she is. I think she's a like a a witch or something like yeah. that. What about the blonde headed? I think she's a witch. What about the blonde headed chick who she she was reading Wanda for real? She uh, was, but I have no idea who she is or who she could she be. She was like, I don't think that's you. It's like she knew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then the blood, the blood yeah. on on, on, her, on her hand was it, it's something going on there. I just don't know what it is. I'd be lying if I said I knew all this stuff. Yeah. I don't, but I'm just trying to catch it. Like Ricky said, it's an Easter egg hunt at this point. It don't is. get me wrong; it is brilliantly, masterfully put together. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't bored watching it. I was bored, I that. but it's brilliantly put together. This is true. This is true. So um, what we have to do, unfortunately, <laughs> is grade these episodes one and two. Well, that's so, where it gets tricky, though, it's because tricky. it gets tricky because even if you weren't entertained, it's too brilliantly put together for you to give it a low score. OK, so Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 94. Juicy J would not be giving it a 94. What we're going to do, we're going to scale it out of 10. So I'm going to give it to the person that enjoyed it first. Give me episode one and episode two on a scale to one to 10. And decimal points exist? You said what? Decimal points. To oh, yeah. Exist? The decimal point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, episode one out of 10, I'm, I mean, I can, I'm definitely going to give it a nine. Okay. Just because I'm not going to give anything a perfect score, but um, I, I I thought that it was good. I thought that it's good enough for a nine. So a nine is like that's tough because a nine is like some of the best TV episodes. No, I think that was that that you've seen. So that's like Daredevil hallway scene. Daredevil hallway scene is like like a nine seven. <laughs> that's tough, Rick. That's tough. To give it a nine, I'm saying like that's some of that's up there with some of the best TV that you. I think that I think that I think it is. I think that acting wise, I think that cinematography, I think that the direction, I think you know all the little loose Easter eggs scattered about. I think you know the the set design, the costume design. The music. I got a I got a problem with that I, because that like tens are like uh, House of Hill on. Um, the the morgue scene, uh, True Detective, the project scene with the single shot. Those are tens of an episode. So you mean to tell me 
this this episode of One Division is one tick behind that. That's tough. I think it's one. I think it's one tick. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's tough. I, I, but everything that fits in between that tick, there's a lot inside of that tick. Okay. Like the entirety of the wire is inside of that tick. Yeah, I respect. I respect your opinion. And what about episode two? I'll give episode two. Honestly, like a nine point one. Okay, just slightly better. Okay, like not but, by much, but just slightly better because I I enjoyed just because of the magic show to me. Like I enjoyed the magic show more than anything in the first episode. But in terms of quality and everything else, I mean they're about the same. Okay, okay. I mean I respect it. What about you, Shot? Uh, check it out. They are. This is this is the San Antonio Spurs. You can be bored, but recognize and appreciate its greatness at the same time. That is a fantastic. The San Antonio, the San Antonio Spurs bored me from the year nineteen ninety nine to the to the year two thousand and nineteen. I was bored watching the San Antonio Spurs, but when Tim Duncan and Ginobili and all of them retired. I, it, it's a little piece of my heart that went with them. I was bored. I hated them <laughs> because I'm a Laker fan, so they went toe-to-toe with us a lot. So I hated them. I was always bored watching them, but I appreciated the brilliance. And that's exactly how I am with this show. Both episodes get an 8.5. Oh, my From me. God. From me. There it is. But it, you got to appreciate the way it was put together from the acting to the wardrobe, everything. to the 50s style, to the 60s style, to everything, all that cheesy stuff that happened in 50s and 60s comedy shows that was great comedy back then, they found new creative ways to do that with superheroes. That's sick. And they found a way to incorporate these Easter eggs that we know and the Easter eggs that we didn't see. Exactly. That's in there right. that we hadn't even caught yet. It's too brilliant. Whether, whether you were bored or not, it's too brilliant to go much lower than that. It's, it's too brilliantly put together. Well, I would give yeah. both the first and second episode of 8.5. I, I mean, I respect that. I, I really do. Um, y'all almost made me <laughs> go a couple of ticks. But for me, these are the first two episodes. And I feel like we have no place but to go but up. So, like, y'all giving it a nine, that means when we get down the line, it's nothing but tens for the episode. Tens for me are just untouchable. Like I said, the Daredevil Hallway scene episode, True Detective, single shot through the projects, the last episode of True Detective. It's just a, it's just episodes yeah. that's just classics. And I don't yeah. think this is a tick below that. So, it's room for improvement. I'm going to give it a six. The first episode that's, is a that's six. No, 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 no. The first episode is a six, and the second episode is a six point five. That's too low, juicy. That is not too, bro. I'm telling you, like that's too low. That's too I've too watched low. a lot of TV, bro, and like that shit ain't. You have, you have. Now, you got now I get the foreshadowing. Listen, I get the foreshadowing. I get what's coming down the line, but I'm saying. Per, I'm not grading it as a series because as a series it might be a fucking ten when we get done. But I'm saying like episode for episode, 
I was bored. I appreciate the, you know, the fifties and sixty theme, the Pleasant Bill shit, the the cheesy ass. It was cheesy. It was cheesy. It was slow. I fell asleep on it. I cannot give it. I just can't give it higher than a six point five. I can't. I the, can't. The, the stop it scene alone is higher than a six point five. That shit was and, below. And then, and then that, the stop when Wanda rewinds everything. Uh, that alone is higher than a 6.5. That shit was below average. It's some Ooh. shit. It it's some shitty supernatural episodes. That's that was better than that than I watched. It's Damn. better psych episodes that used to come on the USA. That was better than that. You know what we didn't talk about before it's, in the past. It's better. How- it's, it's better. Rescue me episodes. You, you know we, we that we talked that. about in the past how everybody hates on Eminem in this era, but in the last era when he was dominant, they wasn't hating on him. And 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 I've always said that Eminem is too good; he's too great of a rapper for you to give his album a low rating. The he, he's the, the rapping is so well done yeah. that it's impossible for you to rate it low, even if it ain't your favorite. I, no, because because like up. when you no 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 you can respect all that shit because you can listen to um the joint before Kamikaze, the one he was trying to get all political and stuff like that. That shit was a six, wrapping his ass off. It, it it got lost up its own asshole. <laughs> well, it, can, it, it, it can happen. It 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 can happen. It can, but it's really difficult. Like you, you really got to be nonchalant and go out of your way. Hold on, I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. So, Ricky, you've seen Titan Hatch, hadn't you? I've seen what Titan, Titan, like the Teen Titan show. Yeah, yeah, I've seen about half the first season. Okay, okay. The first two episodes of Titan versus the first two episodes of One Division. Which one better? One Division. Okay. Juicy, it sounds like you're going more on the theatrical. I think you're grading it unfairly because because the pandemic came around, but that's not Marvel's fault that we haven't had content in a year. And you was real excited and wanted to see something spectacular in the first two episodes. It didn't have to be spectacular. It didn't didn't have to be spectacular. It just had to be good. You are being good because we've gone through a pandemic. People are. It wasn't good. To quote John Hammond from Jurassic Park, people are dying. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's just. R.I.P. R.I.P. That's not a joke. R.I.P. People people are are dying. Oh, I just. I I think that that you're being unfair to them because we're going through a pandemic and we haven't had Marvel content in a year. And so it just. Was like, ah, we're gonna get some Marvel content, and then when you saw it, it was like, soft. Not especially after, after um, all y'all was shitting on Wonder Woman. You know, if y'all got the ability to open y'all ass cheeks and just shit all <laughs> on a movie, that's a seven. Y'all was giving it threes and twos and all kind of shit like that. I can't oh. give this a 6.5 if y'all you was know, opening y'all ass cheeks and shitting all on Wonder Woman. <laughs> I enjoyed Wonder Woman. 
I enjoyed Wonder Woman. You I did too. I like Wonder Woman. So I liked uh, Wonder Woman. I like Wonder Woman. I, 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 said, it fun. I enjoyed it. As I a whole, it was fun for what it was. And, and I'm a consensus guy. Like when I'm, I, I grade shit by me that I like, but I still can look at the consensus and see what they say. And the consensus on these two first episodes is that the shit is boring. It is boring. Ricky's just brilliant. Ricky is just brilliant. Boring. That's all that is. I'm telling you. So he can Antonio. see shit that people don't see. So that's why he like it. <laughs> it is San Antonio Spurs. It, it's Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is the most boring superstar in the history of the NBA. And he's a top five all-time NBA player. At least top but ten. All but just watch the winning championship. We're going to agree to disagree. We're going to agree to disagree. But before we get out of here, Ricky, what does your wife, is she is she around? She is around, yes. What does she think about it? I want to know her rating. I want her, uh, <laughs> I want to know. Hey, babe. I want to know if I'm on this island by myself. On a scale of one to ten, we need you to rate the first two episodes of WandaVision. She just needs to know if he's crazy. He needs to know if he's out there. I definitely wouldn't give it a nine. You wouldn't give Thank it a nine. You. No. <laughs> um, I mm-hmm. I'm gonna go six point eight and a seven. Thank oh you. God. I'm not by myself. I, I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> I know that I'm not crazy. Okay, but a, but a, but a seven is good. That's average. A snow, a seven. If you're going out of ten, a five is average. A five is not average. A five is below average. She she told me she she thinks she thinks it's going to be a nine, but that's not a nine. That's and I agree with her. That's what that's exactly what I'm saying. The show might be a nine or a ten, but we are grading these first two episodes as is. This is all that I see. I gotta grade off what I see. But but it's got it's gotta be some appreciation there for the I setup, do. Juicy. I appreciate I'm it. About, I'm talking about us the setup. If if the overall show at the end ends up being a nine or a ten, it's gotta start somewhere. And the setup is a part of that. So you can't come back around at the end if it's a 10 and rank the whole show a 10 now because it's, you didn't have enough appreciation for the setup. No, 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 no. It's how you stick the landing. It's how you stick the landing. You cannot rate an album a 10 if you gave the intro and the first two songs on the album a, a, a 4. You you can't do that. It's a if it go back and connect, like story. if it's Duckworth, like damn, I can. You cannot <laughs> give the Dark Knight trilogy a ten as a trilogy and rank Batman Begins a four. You can't do it. Well, it's, it's not a ten. It it's not a ten as a trilogy then, because no, Batman Begins Batman Begins is like a seven. A seven is good. Okay, well then it's not a ten as a trilogy. <laughs> What's 10, what's 10 plus 9 plus 7 and then divide that? 9? Hold on, what's a 9? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dark Knight Rises is 9. Not 9? Ricky. Hold on. What's your address? <laughs> Batman, begins, Batman Begins is a 9. A 9? The Dark Knight, the Dark Knight is a 10. The Dark Knight Rises is a 9.5. Oh, my God. I, I just gave the Dark Knight Rises a nine. 
I give Batman Begins like a six. So, <laughs> like, Batman That's worse than me. I gave it a seven. I'm going to die on this hill. Batman Begins <laughs> is a nine. Oh, my what? That shit is yeah. not a nine. That shit, that shit can't hold a candle. The real origin story of Bruce Wayne that we got a Bruce Wayne on the screen. Fam, that don't hold a candle. A Civil War is like a nine. That don't hold a no, candle. No, it is not. Captain America Civil War is not a nine. How the fuck you give Batman Begins a nine and not Civil War? Batman Begins is a better movie. Get the fuck out of here. Not this Civil War. Captain America Civil War is Final scene is better than the final scene in Batman Begins. That's a part of the movie. Better movie. Yo, yo. Um, Captain America's America's final Civil scene War is better than every scene from Batman Begins. Civil War, Captain America Civil War didn't even know what type of movie it wanted to be. It had two different atmospheres. Fam. No. Civil War ain't better than Thor. Bat- I mean, not Civil War. Batman Begins ain't better than Thor Dark World. Stop. Stop. <laughs> now we're gonna deal with something and we have to uh, go outside. I don't beam. <laughs> Batman Begins is not better than Thor Dark World. It's not a nine, but it's not okay. a, a six either. Bat- Thor Dark World Batman- is easily like a three. I'm sorry. Batman begins oh, as- Batman begins as a seven. I can see that. All right, well, we're gonna have to let y'all go because otherwise. We'll be sitting here all night arguing, coming up with new shit. So we're going to close this out. We're going to do this every week. I don't know if they're releasing one or two episodes next week, but we'll be back next week to break shit down. Hopefully, it gets better. If not, I'm going to be opening my ass cheeks and shitting on it again. Oh, oh, and one thing about that people are dying comment. That's a tasteless comment. I want to take it back because it really, I mean... I, that wasn't me making light of the pandemic situation, but still. You ain't got to apologize, man. You said what you said. You got to stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't stand on that Die one. On that hill again. <laughs> All right. Well, Ricky, thanks for coming on. Hopefully, you'll be on every episode that we do breaking this shit down. We'll be nice. We'll be nice. Um, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Nova Trifecta, we are out, baby. <laughs>